Welcome, welcome, welcome to Growth Mind State, everyone, where we're talking about how to expand our minds and how to educate ourselves about everything that's been happening this week and everything that's been happening in the, in the world at this point. How are you doing, Robert? I'm doing good. How are you today? I'm all right. Uh, this is Anthony Thompson, just to introduce myself, and this is Robert Catrona. So we, we're, we're two partners of a, of a breed right now, and we're... We've got like I think we have a lot of interesting topics today, um, almost interesting in the way that like we're talking about these topics that are intricate to our lives, but they almost seem boring if you just look at look at them at face value. Hmm. I think all our topics are the best. <laughs> I, I think we I think so, we the best of the best that's out there that that are you know easily accessible to like people in our our status you know what i mean like we're not we're not top tier yet but when we get there we'll have all the information you know as of now like i think we do pretty good with data collection and well not data collection that's kind of a bad thing right like um gaining data for our you know resources for our, our show i think we have some good topics all the time considering so the main topics for today are uh twitter launches bird watch which is going to be a community-based uh patrolling center rob portman is going to retire from the senate and is not going to run in 2022 uh netherland riots due to covid19 curfews and companies using pandemic to leverage against workers uh gamestop prices are soaring so obviously we're gonna have to talk about that too today so i mean if we're gonna jump to it let's just jump to twitter because twitter has launched its bird watch program meant to address misinformation on the platform by allowing users to fact check tweets, uh, which will come be announced on Monday. Users in the pilot program, which is the pilot program, only includes about a thousand users in the US to start, which eventually will be able to add notes to tweets to provide context. And this is the very milk toast way of describing this. In a lot of ways, this is having people snitch on other people for free. Yep. I just want to show that, throw that out there totally. first. They're, they're, they're um, passing the buck on that one so they don't get criticized for it. They want to be able to blame, you know, oh, you didn't get um, banned from Twitter because of this. You got banned because everybody said you were talking about hate. So now anybody could do that. You got a group of people, you know what I mean? Like anybody could do that. You know what I mean? If they don't like what, you know, you can talk about abortion and get somebody banned or something, you know, because of the fact that, it's a group that's against abortion. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't know. It's a cop out. I, I just feel. I mean, we should play video one just to show people what their process is. Okay, let's do that. So, I mean, obviously these are just like, this is a BS tweet. Whales are not real. They're robots funded by the government to watch us. So, but look at all these things here. They, it, little harm you know what i'm saying this whole software which is right now is not attached to twitter it is literally a secondary field that they have right now called birdwatch so i'm assuming that they're trying to first show this up to kind of like um to news organizations etc i have a feeling that they're first looking to try to uh become a trend like trendsetter in this instance and be be able to monitor more of their media more than like facebook can um but it is it is using basically 
people who could be seen as bots, social justice warriors, and just bad faith actors and allow them to just just sure. knock off people who are on Twitter. And honestly, like having a little notch that says, hey, this is a joke is ridiculous to me. Like if you, that's the point of Twitter is somewhat is like, people do satire, people make jokes, people make it hard for you to sometimes know exactly what they mean. And if you, you gotta figure it out sometimes. That's just yeah. a personal perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's. I think the only way this type of like uh, approach is effective is if everybody kind of knows each other and it's a small group. When you have millions of followers, then anything can be going. You know what I mean? Like crazy at that point. Like, like imagine fifty people. Okay, let's say you got fifty people. You kind of know who's saying, doing what. You know what I mean? And why they might feel a certain way. But when you have like millions of people they can all group together and 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 cause bans and other issues with other people's um you know media creation or, or content creation on on um whatever it's called social media or whatever on any platform yeah yeah so it's 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 nice to think that you got people out there looking like a um what is it like a night watch type of thing that they're looking for for issues but there still needs to be like a level of um i mean i don't know if there is or not where they actually look at it and say, okay, we agree with that. Like, there has to be a certain threshold, I think, set for, like, if we're doing something and we're saying this person's a bad person, shouldn't be on, uh, they should be able to look at what we're saying and then decide whether or not it is or isn't instead of just letting us decide. I don't know if there's going to be, like, a, a, a point where they're actually involved with the decision, the final decision-making, but if they're not, that's kind of, that, that there's a lot of um, problems with it. That's just my opinion, but... And I, and I think that this isn't going to work out in the end because the truth is that uh, though I, I like the idea of them trying to moderate a little bit, I believe that they have to have accountability. So you kind of have to have people who work there because the only accountability that'll be there is that you'll be, what, you will might get kicked off to Twitter because you, you flagged too many people. Like that's... Yeah maybe what they'll do but most likely they'll just kick you off birdwatch and that's not enough like if we're going to moderate tweets at all um i think that you're going to have to have a robust system where there are people who are just going through it and unfortunately they're going to have to do it one by one and i and i mean it's not it's not the best way but it's the the most humane way that we know of right now yeah, the problem is, is everybody wants to be automated because the the pure volume of people that they have to monitor is ridiculous. You know that that it, it's yes, it's it's not cost effective for them. So they're like, we have to have like an automated system. Everybody, look at look at how we talk. You know, when I say oh, let's do something, let's try to automate this or let's try to do that, it's only for to to, to get the, a, a bunch of things done quickly. If you can't do it quickly, then you know you're you're gonna fall behind everybody else. So Twitter, and Facebook, and YouTube, they have their algorithms to you know catch people doing God knows what. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, it's it's hard. You know, I I I I think people should just have their own outlet and their outlets. This is my personal opinion in regards to avoiding censorship, and just have it known that this is the place that you're gonna come to to see this type of stuff. And that have like a you know uh, terms of service saying that 
this is what you can and cannot do and accept certain things that other people, you know what I mean? Because it'll be, so it's like, all right, I don't want to talk about pornography or whatever too much, but pornography, it's, it's like it's a different level of video and, and stuff. You go there for a specific reason to, to see things or whatever it is that some people might deem in, inappropriate, but how is it that they can function in their own environment? I know they they got their haters or whatever it is, but why can't we do something similar with other people's media that other people might may or may not like? I I don't want to. I don't like oh oh what is it O A N N O A N N. I don't like them, but I, at the same time, if you start censoring them, they're gonna also start censoring left wing stuff as well. There's got to be some sort of like balance in which people can, um, you know, still say whatever it is they have to say and let people, you know, uh, decide what they believe through their experiences with it. Like, I, I, I'm not going to fall for OANN or, or any of those Fox News crazy things because of the fact that I don't agree with what they believe in first off. And second, it's like I've done seen over time, like, the stupidness that they do. I think they should still have a, a means of talking. I'm not going to tell them to silence it unless they're spewing hate. They shouldn't censor anybody, you know, um, and that's the problem well, with this thing so is that people are going to regulate great... it. Go ahead. I was, I was going to say people are going to no, re no, regulate it. And then by them trying to regulate it online, like to whose, um, not opinion, but to whose, who says that they're right in regards that that's considered hate speech because somebody is mad at the government. It doesn't mean that they want to hurt somebody in the government. It might just mean that they're mad in the government, but they might, you know, because it's something like that, kick somebody's um, Twitter off, you know what I mean? Like, you're not supposed to disrespect the government. I'm like, I'm not trying to disrespect it. I'm trying to say what I don't like about it. But but somebody might take it in some kind of way and kick me off of Twitter, get me kicked off of Twitter because they're just haters. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't want to hear the justification of why I'm mad at something. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, no, I don't believe in that. Sort of like all lives matter and black lives matter, right? Like, they, they try to... Def uh, the, uh, not deter, but um, get people's minds off of the main, um, I guess it is deter in some way, uh, off the main topic of why Black Lives Matter. They want to like kind of like detract. That's the word I'm looking for. They're, they're trying to detract from um, whatever it is the person's trying to say. And like there's going to be people out there that are going to hear what's going on and they're going to want to detract from Whatever it is that person's got to say, whether they're right or wrong, um, I don't know if I'm losing my topic here. But do you understand where I'm getting at? Like, there's, yeah, there's yeah, I do. Sorry. In which uh, there's certain thresholds in which people have to um, that should be able to speak freely, and you're gonna have people judging them based on their their, their internal biases, you know, like their own biases. Am I saying the biasedness? <laughs> yeah, their biases. Um, and yeah. okay, so that's what I was gonna. I'm actually gonna go back to more interestingly when you're talking about pornography or even sex workers in general. They mm -hmm. still need to use social media like Twitter. So in some ways, you need to watch out for getting these people getting kicked off the, that kind of network just for being provocative. So you could say that that's in the terms of service, but one of the things about Twitter is that their terms of service is basically very open about mm -hmm. what you can and cannot say. It, it literally, there's not as many, um, Facebook has way more rules about what is allowed on their network. Um, so it is disconcerting to have a community watch because there are gonna be people who are 
I mean, I guess haters is a great word for it, but like in truth, they're people who are virulently mad at somebody and then they're going to take it out against them and they don't have any strikes against them. So Twitter is going to be validate their context argument. And then it's, it's just going to be like, somebody with a big YouTube following or Twitter following or whatever else they could just say something and like, just, you know, destroy their whole like um, Twitter thing as well. Or their YouTube thing that, the whole thing about social media, there's so many like messed up parts of it. It's it's useful for for certain things, but because you the intentions of the people that are running it do what they do, versus the people that are actually kind of like famous or like you know, like or whatever within those atmospheres or whatever those different um, social media like apps or whatever it is. There's a lot of things that can like be unfair, unfairly done to people. Um, just because somebody doesn't like anybody, you know what I mean? You get the wrong, let's say, God forbid, uh, what's his face? Um, that guy that was saying that the fake deaths at um, Sandy Hook or whatever it is. Um, uh, what the hell is that guy's name? I can't I remember. Alex, Alex Jones. Let's say Alex Jones decides Alex to hate Jones. me, right? He's got a following and a half. You don't think that, like, his words can have an effect on me? Like, like everything... I think in regards to like Twitter and Facebook and everything and people self-governing everything, it, it leaves too much open. It's not like it's like, um, like if I had like a system, I'd have my rules and I'll be open to suggestions, but I also, have, but it'd be mainly my rules to how people play my, my, my app, you know what I'm saying? And that's the way Twitter should be. If they start opening things up, they did some similar, I think with that, did they do that with YouTube too? I think where they, had certain people govern certain things, and then they still that didn't work or whatever. Well, and then eventually, and, and that was like, kind of yeah, it was controversial because yeah, it was a controversial move for YouTube to basically limit a lot of the of what people will say are able to say, and especially, um, yeah, they're just restrictive. They have a, but they also have a more restrictive platform, and you have to mm-hmm. we have to remember. They're private companies. They're not public companies. So they have a self type of thing at one point where they were they were trying to get I think at some point people to do whatever, but I think after a while I think this is while a while ago. I'm just trying to remember correctly because every company had their stages in which they they created a service. Some hater came in and said I don't like this part of the service, and then they had to keep readapting. So the same thing with all the copyright laws and everything else that they're doing. They're constantly like readapting to avoid lawsuits and and loss of money or loss of sponsorship or loss of whatever it is that they're getting through their service because they're not they're giving the service away for free so they have to somehow make it you know back at the back end you know what I mean in regards to um, mm-hmm. they they got the people coming in now they got to get the ads the ads got to bring in revenue or whatever it is you know what I mean and they they try to like service both sides the ad givers. And and the person receiving the ads, they're trying to like you know get money out of them. There's it's 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 a manipulative way, but like, what do you expect from somebody giving you something for free? You know what I mean? Like the the service is free and it's, it's privately yes. owned. And like a lot of people don't get that. They're like, that's not fair. It's a utility. I'm like, why did somebody have to make you a utility? They made it themselves. You know what I mean? So, I'm not trying to say I'm against changing things into utilities. If it gets out of hand, then you got to do it. You know what I mean? Like Facebook and certain things, you know, they've got to the point where it's like, all right, now it's a behemoth. We need to like regulate some of that. You know what I mean? Or like get some more money out of that. But in regards to, um, you understand what I'm saying? Like in regards to like somebody yes. just making an app, like if I make an app for like my, my businesses or whatever it is, 
Um, I would want like full, you know, governance of that. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm, why should I, why should I listen to what you have to say? This is the way my thing's going to go. This is the way I want to have it. If I'm taking somebody's intellectual property, then I have to pay for it, obviously. But that's the only thing that you have to worry about. And, and YouTube, they'll flag sure. you for things. They, just, they assume, you know, like they, all of them assume and then they flag you. And you're like, what the hell just happened? I hear so many friends of mine going to Facebook jail and like all this other stuff. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm going. No, no. Facebook jail exists, but um, I wouldn't even call it Facebook jail. Like, for instance, on our, one of our last videos, though, it's correct. We, you have to pay for uh, other people's content if, they, if, you, if you're using it, even in fair use. Um, like Business Insider on our last video uh, mm -hmm. took a little bit of our if, – if we were going to make any profit off of it, Business Insider would have taken a little bit of profit off of that. And I think that's totally fine. That makes sense mm -hmm. to me. Um, mm -hmm. But the thing is that there's such a high – you have to get to such a high level for that to matter. And it's just, it's a weird conundrum that you have because you have to decide, do you just use all of your original content only, or are you trying to develop something that is more a multimedia experience? Yeah. yeah. I, I think collaboration and, you know, community driven like stuff is great, but you know, like obviously nowadays everybody feels like the, I can get the resources myself. So a lot of people are doing stuff for self, you know what I mean? Like, I have my own equipment, you have your own equipment, you know, in regards to, like, doing your audio and video or whatever it is that we got to do. And, like, we, we make use of it in a certain way. Some people, they, they, they um, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're, they're dependent on others, and because of that dependency, I'm losing my whole train of thought, man. This coffee is not working. <laughs> I'm sitting here trying to talk, and I'm sitting here like, oh, I'm still tired. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me let me get off this topic. Let's try to get on the next one. I don't want. I know we're no, it's all right. This, okay. Well, we can we can move on to Rob Portman's retiring as a senator from Ohio. Um, it has gotten harder and harder to break through the partisan gridlock. Senator Rob Portman stated as he released a statement this Monday, declaring he would not be running for a third term. Two-term senator is one of the most effective legislators in the Senate, using his relationships gleaned from a long career in Washington to find compromise, as stated by Politico. I want to be very specific, because Politico has a slight libertarian lean. Uh, Portman joins Senator Pat Toomey, a Republican from Pennsylvania, and Richard Burr, a Republican from North Carolina, in retirement next year in key swing states, which in itself may lead to trouble for the GOP and the Senate uh, with the Senate coming up. So mm. I, that's really what I wanted to talk about is because now we're talking about a real split where we have a chance of taking a bunch of seats for the Senate so that in 2022, 2023, Biden can actually enact somewhat progressive or left-wing ideals because you're going to have a, maybe it's possible to have 52, 53 47 instead of 50 50 which we 51 49 but 51 50 50 right now um he reportedly uh is seen as a mild-mannered gop senator and a key part of the senate minority leader mitch mcconnell's caucus attending mcconnell's leadership meetings and also one of the party's best fundraisers he's seen as a social moderate being one of the first republicans to endorse gay marriage um, I just thought those were important and relevant because he is kind of a, really a center Republican. 
uh, I will be like, I honestly think that he's genuine in his belief that he is a center Republican. I don't care. I am glad that he's going to retire and he's going to be gone in 2022 or 2023. Um, But I like the fact that there's three seats up in swing states right now. And I think with the right amount of, like we, we really have to talk about the tactics of the democratic party, but we could win those seats. Like we just need to, to actually fight for them and not, just say that those are going to be Republican seats because they were Republican before. How do you feel about this whole like filibuster stuff and like uh, what was the reconcil- reconciliation thing that they're doing? Um, with the um, which is the it? most recent reconciliation? Because reconciliation is actually just a specific term for a type of um, way of doing legislation to cut through the Senate. Yeah. Uh, like it's a fi- fifty-one versus fifty. Um, like you know, like it's majority at that point, without having that sixty um, threshold. I think it is sixty person. I think it's like sixty or sixty-one. There's a certain amount. Uh, of threshold it's like that they... it's two thirds. You have to have two thirds of the Senate. So okay. that is, that's what makes a lot of things difficult. That actually what is what makes the uh, impeachment of the president almost impossible is because you have to have two thirds of the Senate, which means that you have to have I think 12 Republican senators uh, impeach, and that that seems unlikely at this point. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it's crazy, man. You know that whole um, this whole thing is annoying, man. It's like we elect these people, and I feel like we don't get crap out of it. You know what I mean? Like, like I I don't know. I, I, I of course it could always everything could always be worse, right? But. I think like like they really gave us the bare minimal and like the fact that we've elected these people and I don't know man it's just sickening amount of money they I mean do you them. agree do you agree with what his stance is his stance is that there's too much political partisan gridlock to deal with to possibly yeah. do anything in this so it's almost like you're we have to assess for them whether or not they had positive positive viewpoints when they came in they wanted to change for the positive but they realized that they were in a system where they had to atone to the masters of their party like he had to be with mitch mcconnell he became a very good uh, leader in the form of getting more money and then he decided you know what with, with trumpism i think honestly that's really what it comes down to these people can't they almost think that Trumpism was too far. They, they took it on for four years. They didn't. They shut their mouth about it. But now they realize that they're have an uphill battle with people who are eccentric. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I mean, I'd rather have more people like him, I guess, and to some degree, like we're kind of more of a level head. But at the end of the day, like I don't think this government's going far enough left on either side so it's like whatever he's gone he's gone it's nothing's really changed yet really like you know a couple seats maybe might be available soon but i think like until people start thinking like yo you know everybody's broke we should give them money so that they could spend the money so we could keep the things going they're not doing that they're giving the money to the you know the the wrong people and you know the businesses can only hoard the money you know what i mean either hoard the money 
or or sacrifice it for rent or whatever else and then after that then what how do the 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 employees and everybody else make a living how do they eat take care of their kids like the whole thing is the whole thing is backwards and and i don't think any of these politics i think the, i wish we could clean house without it being a disruptive of, of government you know what i mean if, i wish we could change everybody right now but almost everybody hold on a sec i'm on the thing what's up oh okay no problem and just so while we're going on, so just a fact, this is a CNN fact, but it, it's true. It was uh, when President Trump took office in January 2017, there were 241 Republicans in the House. Since then, 115, 48% have either retired, resigned, been defeated, or, re or are retiring in 2022. Yeah. 48%. So that's why I believe Trumpism literally is, I mean, I'm... I don't want to be happy about it because it literally destroyed our nation for four years, but it has a consequence. So, so yeah, that's what the, I'm happy about is that there's a consequence the to the action. The disruption with the Republican Party, like the splitting kind of, like the fact that it kind of like made it harder for the, you know them to communicate amongst themselves because there's two different types of Republicans now instead of like one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's. I think that's exactly the problem. Well, for them, that's the problem. And honestly, this is why I am not for the unity argument, because and trying to find quote unquote bipartisanship, because the truth is that right now, even though there's two different types of Republicans, most of the times they will always vote in lockstep, and they will always vote within their party, even if they don't necessarily unless. They have to be so diametrically opposed to that position before they actually vote against their own party. And that's not, that's not bipartisanship. That's literally, oh, we are the strong men. It's, yeah, we the strong men. I think it looks like everything that Republicans do is self-interest. They'll, they'll be hypocritical, uh, totally hypocritical about a, a thing that they'll say, oh, we can't have a... a elect a judge during this period of time and then they then they elect a judge in less time you know what i mean like they do a lot of right in your face hypocritical crap you know what i mean that's why i can't roll with them like i'm not saying that uh, democrats are much better but but i honestly also like what you were saying about how the, like the two parties i mean the one party splitting kind of i could say the same thing about democrats and 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 progressives you know what i mean so it's like to me none of it really matters until the progressives becomes the majority you know what I mean? That the people just want to have things like put in a, in a way where we can all have health care, have decent living. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, yeah. the, it's it's rich people's greed that's causing like the, 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 the headaches and the, 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 you know, bad things that are happening in general. You know what I mean? If people were all had a decent life, nobody would be out there. I mean, of course, there's always a bad apple out there, but, you know, it'll be a lot less bad apples out there. Because everybody will have food and, and, and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? They could at least keep trying to strive. Like have If you have a, a sense of hope, chances are you won't have as much um, animosity or, or, or whatever else in your life that would make you do something bad to somebody else. But they don't give a damn because they, they can go to the, the, the house on the hills and watch everything around them fall apart while they keep collecting money. You know, these people, I don't know. Well, that's definitely what Portman's doing. Portman is definitely going back to the hills and going to walk away from it. So, I mean, that's that's why I don't want to give him too much credit. He, I'm, I'm only giving him 
uh, enough credits and realized that his his position as a centrist in the yeah. party of his party is just yeah. unimportant and stupid. It doesn't effectively do anything anymore. Yeah. So you might as well just walk away from it. But so I actually want to I want to go on because the the extremist quality um, is is going it going across the board. It's going across countries and nations, and even in the Netherlands, um, tr troubles flared up. Actually, this is it says the third night. This was a day ago. They still had uh, troubles uh, last night as well. So it's been four nights of riots and protests in the Netherlands because of a curfew that was instilled by the uh by the prime minister i believe it was uh sorry about that i just want to get that up sorry about that sorry. um root his last name is root so um so the prime minister instituted a made sure to institute a curfew due to a covid 19 related issue basically the british uh alteration of the uh covid 19 virus seems to have made it to the, to the Netherlands and they were worried about it. So they shut down and made a curfew for the first time since World War II. Um, it seems like this is just a lot of angry, apathetic people and right-wing people. Um, I just want to read off something that a journalist, it's important to also note that about 300 to maybe 500 people have been arrested at this point. So journalist Catherine Kale, who was present at some of the squatters riots in Amsterdam 40 years ago and made a document, documentary about Irk, is in no doubt about in, in the Telegraph. Telegraph is a newspaper there. Uh, it's too easy to call these people scum or say that they're being held back through lack of opportunities or that they simply don't hold with authority, she wrote. I fear that we are here as a bunch of spoiled brats who are bored to go out and rampage for kicks. And am I wrong to say that girls were in a minority? In this case, there is some hope for the future. So if they, they were basically comparing this to what happened at the Capitol. Hmm. So a this is a lot of the same forced anger. And, and I, let's play the, uh, sorry about that. Let's play the, the clip, video two, of what, how much destruction they really, it almost felt like a riot in Philly. <laughs> All right, I'll cut over right now. Are we getting more? Is there audio? So if you, just, no, there's no audio to the beginning. Um, so just in layman's terms, this is just pure riot. Like, <laughs> I mean, we we I don't think as Americans we can just conceive of the cops being on bicycles and I mean, not engaging. Like. The worst was some tear gas. Oh, what's crazy about it is people like things like this because they figure that. I'll look. What the hell is that? They're throwing bottles at, like, this one gets you shot. That's crazy. That's crazy. And it, I mean, I, the riots themselves are for what I would say are is a dumb reason. Like, 
we are trying to save the world in some form from a pandemic. And these people are, I think, basically incel right-wingers right now. And they're like trying to find a way to push out all of this anger and frustration they have that they can't do just whatever they want to do at their at youth and that's just insane it's just i mean yes the netherlands is a very homogenic you know country it has a, it's specifically a very white country but i don't believe that that's the only thing i think it's just and like they are a well a first world country that's doing very well and these youth are just like well i should be able to go out and do whatever and i i've seen great videos of people cleaning up after them people the the netherlands is a whole different society there are people that are waking up in the morning and cleaning up after all of this but they can't even stand a curfew and i mean i lived in new york and we had a curfew for a month yeah, there's triggers for everything, man. You know what I mean? If somebody's used to a certain kind of lifestyle and you disrupt it, those people that you think are sane and normal, like, turn into animals. Like, I, I, I'm not saying that everybody there doesn't feel like a justified reason to want to do what they're doing or whatever it is, you know, because of the fact that they're, you know, being restricted to some degree in their mind. But because that's basically what it is you're saying, right, that they're upset that they're mm -hmm. being, you know, but that's the same way it is everywhere, you know what I mean? Everybody wants just some normalcy in their lives, and they're already frustrated. And some people, it just takes that little bit of, you know, push to put them over the edge. And you think about, like, okay, fine, like, maybe one out of 100 person, people are triggered. But if there's hundreds of thousands of people, you know, that's a significant amount of people, right? Or, or millions of people, depends on where you're at. You know what I mean? So... Mm -hmm. So that's what the problem is, you know. Most people just want to live normally and just go, excuse me, uh, deal with um, what's going on, you know, as as rationally as possible. But you know, nobody expected this. I, I'm just, I was just trying to chill, like before COVID came. You know what I mean? I wanted to, you know, make make moves, and and now it's like it totally disrupted a lot of things that I'm doing. But then at the same time, it's called adapting, right? Like people don't want to adapt. So, you know, instead of adapting, they, they, they um, what is it, push back, right? It creates a... Uh, um, they push back, yeah. Yep. They're like, hell no, yeah. I'm not down with that. <laughs> I'm not going to be controlled by you. Who are you? You know? So I'm trying to keep you alive. Oh, that's, that's my choice. <laughs> you know, like, that's the argument you're against. You know what I mean? That's my choice. I want to live the way I want to live. <laughs> I was like, no, but you're... And I have to give it. some respect to the... I have to give some respect to the prime minister there because he did not back down from this. He like, he, two things, he did not back down from this at all and said that there's still going to be a curfew until we have numbers that are low enough. And two, he basically has said the army shouldn't get involved yet. We don't like, it's not like we won't think about it, but there's another article that we all attach to this uh, that was speaking on, how the prime minister himself was like, no, it's time for the police to just still be out there, not the army, not try to like quell this with like, a, as it is a riot. Um, yeah. It's hard for me not to see it as a riot, but it, it to them, it is a more of a protest. And maybe that is something that is so different about a European culture and the United States culture about protesting and like property damage 
Yeah, yeah there's a difference. I mean, not a you know, there should, shouldn't be a difference, but I know I would have definitely gotten shot for throwing a rock at somebody. You know, I yeah. would think so. Yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I mean, nobody should, honestly, no, nobody should be shot for, for throwing a bottle at a vehicle. But honestly, if they do so, they're probably going to do it in what is seen as self-defense. And we just have different rules here. And honestly, who, who knows who, maybe they didn't have, I, I don't know how the Netherlands works. So I don't know how they do with their weaponry, but maybe they just, they they're trained not to use their weapons, like use their guns in those situations. And that is one of those things like, um, I think we've talked about defund the police and we've talked about how the rhetoric of the words make it hard for for a lot of it to change. Mm -hmm. But this is a clear like reforming, if you want to say reform the police even, this is a clear showing because these were violent people and they were not nobody so far is dead and that is what's important nobody maybe somebody is injured there are tons of enough people who were arrested but there's nobody that is dead from this did you see the the thing with the cop that ran over the other place right um yes tacoma was it tacoma yes tacoma washington yeah yeah see like Everybody handles it differently wherever it is, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like I'm just going to run you over and you want to act stupid. Don't get me wrong, man. Like, I, I don't want to laugh at somebody else's, like, pain or whatever. But this is why I wouldn't be a cop because I'd be surrounded by a bunch of crazy, you know, looking people. You know, they might not necessarily mean to come and hurt me and, like, break into the thing and, you know, hurt me like that. But it's kind of intimidating, man, seeing, like, a bunch of people running your car like that. You know, like so. Yeah. I'm not just. Yes, I'm not justifying. Is. I'm not justifying him running people over, but that's why I wouldn't do it because I know I'd be like, I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then like that's why I wouldn't be putting myself in that position. And that's the difference between me and a lot of other people. They think the honorable thing is to be in a position where they really don't know how to react to it correctly. I'd rather be in a position where I know exactly how to react. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in, in I mean, but you have to give. Judgment. You have. I, I can't give it to these people because I believe that their their reason for being out there isn't for even for their own rights. They believe that they're having their rights encroached on. Oh no, no, but I'm not talking about if, them them people. But you know, like, I'm not worried about the people in um what is it that the, the place we were talking Netherlands. about Netherlands yeah, or whatever. Netherlands. I'm not worried if they're they're doing it for their selfishness and like, you know, whatever. They deserve whatever repercussions because I I'm making sacrifices every day to make sure that my family's safe. You know what I mean? I, I, I create a schedule that could be a lot, you know, if I could just do certain things like in, a, in the way I should be doing them, it'd be a lot more effective and I'd, I'd be done quicker, but it'd also be putting my family more at risk, you know, dealing with like random people. So what I do is, is I, I, um, I set my schedule for my work and whatever else to avoid people. Like, cause luckily I could do that with my job. I don't, I don't go in in environments where, a lot of people that could be, um, you know, possibly sick or carriers or whatever it is. But these people, they're like, I'm going to go out and do whatever the hell I want and spread it. You know what I mean? That's their whole mentality. They don't care. They don't see the dangers in it. We almost lost uh, 420 already, right? It's like up to 417. It's almost um, 400. It's 417,000, I believe, right now. Yeah, 417. Um, I was going to actually, 
if we're gonna, I I don't have the article up right now, but there's also an article that I saw about basically a discrepancy in the in, in Israel right now because there's an Orthodox population that is extremely angry that their schools were closed. And one of the things about Orthodox, especially Orthodox Judaism, is that the men of that of a certain age group are basically trained to think that education of the of the sorry of the I was going to say Quran, ah, oh, sorry about that. Um, but the the their holy book is more important than anything else. So they're literally rioting in the streets in Israel, even though they have one of the highest vaccination rates. So it's just that, and they also have a higher, um, I believe the higher infection rate. So they're the ones that are spreading it. And it's unfortunately a group like of Brooklyn. Orthodox. <laughs> like Brooklyn? It's, like yes, like, <laughs> Bro like Brooklyn. Yeah, like Brooklyn. Brooklyn is, oh my God, man. Like, there's like, there's always something like, oh, we deserve our rights. I'm like, yeah, but you're getting everybody sick. It's not really fair to everybody else. They deserve their rights too. Like, there's, there's got to be like, if you're going to do whatever amongst your community, keep it within your community. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day. But that's, but that's, it's the, that's impossible. impossible. That's, that's, exactly. that's, the, that's the real that's, argument. That's exactly the point. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you got a bunch of people scattered around throughout the population, how do you, unless they all move together and are isolated together, you know, let them get sick amongst themselves, but they can't do that. That's not realistic. Everybody lives in different places. I have, I'm sure there's a Trump around my block. I'm sure there's a, 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 a Biden and a Bernie person on my block. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's a bunch of different people with different perspectives on my block. Um, there's maskers and anti-maskers. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, yeah, none of that'll work. The, the truth is, is education yeah. and our education system is what screwed everybody up. People don't know the difference between um, being isolated and segregationists, becoming segregationists or whatever it is, I guess, like separating races and so on and so forth. We need to be, we all need to learn about each other's cultures and, and, and respect each other's cultures and, and such. But you got, you know, hatred being taught to these kids, uh, lack of proper education taught to these kids from um, these, these schools. Where they only teach certain things, but they don't teach about the bad and the good. They they don't teach about certain things about marketing and and money management and like you know, there's a lot of like faulty stuff. Only certain people are getting the privileged information, you know, and 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 usually it's not black or brown people that are getting it. You know what I mean? That's the sad thing about it. You know. Anyway, <laughs> you all right? Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. I just want to move on to uh, the U.S. companies um, okay. using the pandemic. Yeah, I, I don't have much more to say about this. That's all. Oh, no, that's cool. So U.S. companies are using the pandemic to leverage against workers. Um, this story is very specific, um, but it also it, it nails on to multiple stories that we talk about that I've seen about in the retail market, in the um, cleaning kind of construction, those kind of jobs. Um, right now, employees are alleged to be leveraging coronavirus-induced unemployment to mount an assault on collective bargaining. There are multiple cases illustrated in the article that I have for The Guardian here and other sources that have put together where companies are using their pandemic to leverage for non-union workers and more freelance contracting positions. 
which is like Grubhub, Seamless, Uber, DoorDash. I mean, that's what we're using a lot of right now in 2021 and 2020. So uh, lockouts are an economic weapon employers use to take the initiative in collective bargaining, says Alexa, uh, Alex Colvin, Dean of the School of Industrial and Labor Relations at Cornell. Uh, during the pandemic, lockouts pose a greater threat to unions due to high unemployment rate and greater availability of replacement workers. So the, the, the actual article here has a man named Delroy Cannell, who was worked as a stage manager for a stagehand for Portland Trailblazers since 1995 at the Rose Garden Arena. Uh, when the pandemic hit the U.S. in March 2020, public events were shut down and NBA games were briefly suspended before the season moved to a bubble in Orlando, Florida, and the season recommended without fans in July 2020. But once things started up again, they hired non-union workers, even as their jobs started running, the sound and lighting equipment are required, whether there are fans are in attendance or not. So it almost is like a slap into the face of IATSE. Um, and if you guys don't know what IATSE is, it is the workers union, the International Alliance of Theater, Theatrical Stage Employees, uh, 28. Uh, there's multiple ones, there's 52, there's 22. Um, and they failed. Uh, they filed an unfair labor practice charge uh, with the National Labor Relations Board and held protests outside of the Portland Trailblazers home games. So it's just a fight to maintain some of the past. I mean, and it's a good past. You got to have union employees, especially at an NBA game. Um, I'm not even union yet. I, I'm still non-union. I would still, of course, bleed to go work one of those games. Um, but at the same time, I know the power of collective bargaining. And even as an AV worker, um, being able to talk to your own your your coworkers even briefly about how much, you know, we're all getting collectively paid, you know, anything that is just different between how people are being treated. Those are important things to talk about. And if you're taking collective bargaining off the table for people, then we have a real issue. Yep. 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 Everybody's got to be involved in the process. The only thing is, is of course, depending upon the company, you know, they, they feel like we're the CEOs. We're the ones that, and you know, the most important people are the people on top and the shareholders. So like, you know, that's what they're thinking with this. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, they don't want to have, uh, liabilities, you know, things that unexpected expenses from people that work for them. They're like, this is what you're getting. This is the way it's going to be. That's that's the type of uh, bo not boss, but like, you know, um, owner employee relationship they want. You know what I mean? They want to have it so that everything is, you know, you know, straight and narrow for them. And, and with unions and everything else, it you know can cause disruptions and other issues that they don't want you know that's why people are going into automation and and other things um because they don't want these liabilities in their stuff you know so it's messed up man but you know but almost how do you deal with the things that are these cannot be this is like these are jobs that are cannot be automated and um i'm honestly the reason that it's wrong to hire the scabs is mostly because you're paying them way less. I know that most likely if I'm getting a non-union job or somebody who believes that they should, they're, they're, they're paying people like uh, 
$250 less than the next, than the person that would have been a union position. And also you're keeping them on unemployment, which is going to run out at some point. So it's a, it's a lack of respect for the workers. And I, I made, I was going to say, do you think that part of it is the government's not assisting some of these companies? I mean, like, I'm not saying that it's true or isn't true. Cause like, I know they're giving a lot of money to certain companies, but the ones that are doing things like this, mostly, um, do you think that it's that they're not getting enough money to, to actually sustain what they currently had? Like, you know what I mean? Like, well, with, okay. So some certain companies, like when you're talking about maybe retail spots, which are obviously having being hardest hit retail spots, places that if you're, if you're a cleaner or something like that, you're, you may not at a hotel services, things like that. I think there's an argument for that. But this is the trailblazers. This is Portland trailblazers. They're not losing a lot of money this year. They're still getting the audience. They don't have to deal like people forget that they're not necessarily uh, a lot of the people who work for these places do not get severance from not being paid for the year. They're just on unemployment. So the government is paying for their time. Um, so though the the company itself can't write it off because what you, when you, when you're a company, you're able to write off what you're paying people yeah. in a way you're basically, it's not your profit at that point. So yes, I think the trailblazers, particularly people that are like having to deal with IATSE, they don't want to deal with IATSE. They had, they had previous issues with it. They don't like collective bargaining. They don't want the, the, that kind of theater union to have some so much power right now um so that's what i mean by leveraging the pandemic against them because basically what they're doing is that when 2020 let's just hope 2022 we have people in the stands again right so you have a whole crew of people back in um they want to be able to say well your union didn't do well enough for you so mm -hmm. How about we take away some of your control here? Like w the next deal they make, they're probably not going to have as much power. No. I don't know. It doesn't state what their next deal is because that's a thing too. A lot of times they have to sign deals every couple of years. Yeah. Uh, that's a good they question. Probably have, they probably have things with other companies too where they have to make bids for it. You know, yes. You know, yeah. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. so... Yeah, no, no, this, no, that's it. Please, please continue. No, 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 I thought you, you found something. Uh, I was just talking to talk. <laughs> no, what I, what I found was about uh, a company called Valley Fruit and Produce, um, which for six years has been getting locked out of his, uh, somebody, Roberto Juarez, who was, has worked for Valley Fruit and Produce for six years before getting locked out of his job argued the company had attempted to destroy the union in the workplace through negotiating in bad faith by pushing for reduction in benefits, wage freezes, hiring union avoidance attorneys, while receiving between $2 million and $5 million in paycheck protection program loans from the federal government. So there you go. You just talked, that was, that was exactly your question. Like they're getting two to $5 million directly from the government and they're not willing to pay employees. They they would rather hold on to that money for free. It might be fear. 
they might be just afraid that this is going to be until 2023. But I don't think that's a legitimate way to run things because then without putting money in people's hands, the economy stalls out again. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said, like, the money's got to go to the people because at the end of the day, the people, poor people can't hoard money. I mean, they could hoard money, but that'd be stupid, right? Like, they need to eat and do whatever it is they got to do, you know what I mean? Pay the bills. No, they, yep. You know, they can only cry broke for so long, but when you know a check's coming, I don't know. That's 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 crazy like yeah it's nice to be rich right like people give you more and more money it's like celebrities they get free things all day long it's like when you're poor it's like now nah, who are you i saw some videos um the other day of um people driving past poor you know people that homeless people and it's like they looked at them in disgrace like oh look at this horrible stuff i'm like it is horrible yeah it is you maybe we could figure out a way of getting them off the street Instead of like looking at people like they're disgusting, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're out there getting disgusting because nobody's caring for them. You know what I mean? It's not that they're necessarily disgusting people or whatever it is, but you know, yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like people, very insensitive people yeah. out there, man. You know, but yeah. that's the way they are. They look at, oh, how's it affecting me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, shut up, man. Like, Everybody can have it so much worse, right? Like, we all can have it so much worse. Um, but, um, yeah, that's why I, I said we got to do, a, you know, community-based stuff. Like, everybody's got to do things together. Um, do you want to put the stock thing up? Or do you, do you oh, uh, we'll do that in a second. Sorry, I was just waiting for you to finish what you were saying. No, yeah, yeah. I Just to let you know, like, um, I could see everything, like, that you're doing in um, Zoom. Yeah, I assumed you did. So no, I assumed so, you did. Yeah, so like it's good. I like the way the setup is. It's kind of dope because then like when I see you reading, I could cut over. Looks good. So far, it's you know we're managing. All right, go ahead. Um, I'm good. I'm I. I, I we're going through these things kind of. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it seems like that, which is which isn't a bad thing because honestly, you know, we can talk a little bit off cuff right now. It's good for yeah. clipping, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's better to have kind of these shorter discussions sometimes because it's not like we're just blabbing on about something. But um, the cool down for today is actually pretty awesome because I think we – it's a little bit of just sticking it to the man, right? Um, GameStop, the smaller investors are facing a facing off against, a hedge, against hedge funds. GameStop stock prices has climbed – at a precipitous, precipitous rate. So over five days, the price has gone from 30, about $80 a stock, $70 a stock, to $320 a stock. Because of, uh, GameStop was targeted by an army of retail investors who marshaled forces against short sellers in online chat rooms. In the Reddit forum, Wall Street Bets, with more than 2 million subscribers, rookie investors encouraged each other to pile into GameStop's shares and call options, creating massive short squeezes in the stock. So what that really means is that there was a company, uh, specifically, I think it was Melvin Capital, who was trying to short sell the stock. So they were trying to, at their best right now, they were trying to basically invest in the company to fail. Yep. So instead of the company failing right now, their stock is worth way more, which is a head scratcher. 
and for a lot of people, they have no idea how to deal with this when this is a company that is a struggling company. And now its stock price means is way more than its value. So we're at a weird situation where we're at a weird situation right now where that company is going to probably have its, its stock price decrease at some point, but it has taught us in a way that it is this easy to mess with the structure of the stock market. The yeah, stock the, market itself is just so pliable. The thing about um, this thing is that because they were doing short uh, sales, right? Um, the people that have tried to do it are actually going to lose money if the, the stocks go up because, um, because they're betting on it going down. And if it goes up, they actually got to pay multiples of whatever the profits are. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's, it gets expensive, so they could lose. Like, you could only lose, like, if you're betting on stocks normally, you can only lose 100% of your money. You know what I mean? When you're going mm -hmm. um, into short sales um, or shorting the stocks, if it increases, you're because you're banking on it losing, you know what I mean? You're actually doing the reverse, but money can always accumulate so they can it's like an interest base that's certain percentage that keeps going up and up and up if they keep making profits <coughs> and like they're saying that it yeah and like 20 20 something percent almost 30 percent you know what i mean yeah. so you put a hundred you put a thousand dollars down um you know what i mean <laughs> that's a lot of money that you know like you know that you're 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 you know, paying on to it. It's an extra $30 for every, well, actually extra $300 for every $1,000. If I'm right. Am I saying that right? Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah. $300 I, I for every $1,000. So think yeah. about like, if you're short, yeah, if you're short, some, if you're, you're, op if you're using it as an option, there's a, there's a bunch of people that I've seen. Um, and this is antidotal because only a couple mm -hmm. people who got in at the floor, if you got in at the floor, um, you probably did make a bunch of money today. You probably made, or or yesterday, um, you probably made almost two thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. It's mm. if you buy a stock or two, uh, or an option or two, because you're optioning that it's going to succeed and not fail. Mm. Um, but over there, it is there is a truth that over time it is going to lose value, and therefore a lot of people are going to start selling like crazy soon can, so can i mean can games stop do anything um with the money that they're currently um earning now or whatever it is because it seems like they're um you know there's money now in their pockets right in theory can't they do something like kind of like change their their whole um thing like because gamestop works kind of like they were saying like blockbuster is and can set you know because the way they did a lot of um with deliveries and other things like that didn't gamestop have like the delivery service at some point and you could rent games and do other stuff at some point and now it's just like basically a game store um yes yeah so isn't it like because i know that um what's the word i'm looking for a lot of people doing digital downloads now or whatever so i know that gamestop isn't isn't as relevant but is there something that you think they could do um to make it so that they are more relevant now that some of this money's coming in, like, can they reinvest it somehow? Or is it that? Them so I want to say two things. Number one, number one, somebody's actually ask, asking if they can call in. 
to the show. Oh yeah. So that's interesting. Yes. So if you have if you if you think of something of a way to do that, that would be very interesting. And number two, yeah. I think no, because they're a re, they're a brick and mortar retail store. So yeah. a lot of the things is that they have property that they have to deal with at this point. So I don't know if they can, they, they they might not you know go bankrupt. They might find a way to settle this out so that they can survive as a different type of store somehow. Maybe even like transform themselves as an, a, into a, an online store. Well, I mean, you get your PS5 from there, right? Um, yeah. They can wait, find a way to survive for a, for a period of time. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say if they could take advantage of it, it'd be nice if they could take advantage of it. But um, could you still, could I you take a I Zoom? Could, uh, zoom on you? Or, uh, yeah, hold on, no, zoom. no. If we, if I if we if we bring a friend on just to, to talk. Does the oh that's uh, does the zoom I out could, the audio doesn't I, work? I could send right? a, um I could send you a link to send to them then we could bring them in. Oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, let's do that. Um hold on you gotta give me a minute because I gotta set up the thing. Yeah. What's the person's name? Uh, uh Thomas Ward. It? All right, give me a second because uh, I gotta. Where the hell is the thing? So you got he, he's watching the thing and wants to jump on. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, edit Tyler Thomas Ward, right? I still got last last week's T H O N A. And and we're gonna have a we'll have a full call in kind of service soon too. We we haven't we're gonna run it through Discord, I believe, um, which would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, we'll definitely have something. It's just, um, you know, a matter of time. Hold on a second. Let me see. So that's updated. I got to get you a link. Open call manager. That's not what I want. I got to double click this. It's cool that I could do this. It's just a little, it was unexpected. So it's. Oh, yeah. And also, I wish I had something prettier to put on the screen for you guys. I could cut. I could cut back to the other um, thing for this for now. <laughs> I'm pretty. <laughs> uh, reset password. Copy link. Um, let me get into my. Sorry, it's clipping onto my. Oh, actually, you can't see it, so it's good. It's nice that I changed it because my thing would have came up on your um, thing. So I'm sending you a link that you can forward to him. Okay, cool. Uh, it should be in your Facebook Messenger. Got it. See, man, we're technically connected, man. <laughs> Sounds kind of funny saying that, but it's like kind of cool that we could do all that stuff. Technically connected. <laughs> Sounds nasty. He just—he <laughs> was saying that he had some some uh, interesting perspective, some insight on this, um, and I think. It's it, with the GameStop. It, there's so much, especially with the Reddit, because I'm like I am not a Reddit person. So for me, like just to get insight on Reddit right now was like the biggest part of my day was just to understand exactly, like what happened, like, and how, how greedy aggressive, people. greedy people saw yeah, opportunity, I mean, 
And everybody's like, I'm on it. It's like they, it was um, mob mentality. You know what I mean? They jumped on it super fast. You know what I mean? They're like, screw that. So, yeah, I'm just waiting. When I see him pop up, I'll bring him in or whatever. But um, I haven't seen him pop well, he up. Well, he might not have video on, just just so you know. Um. Okay. I mean, in theory, I think we'll I see. probably still hear him. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I hope GameStop, out of all the stuff, like somehow figures out a way to stay, you know, around. But I don't know, man. It's like rich people playing around with people's lives. It's like, let's put money into this and like bank on them failing. That's kind of foul, man. It's like, that's like a hater of yeah. all haters, right? It's like, I'm going to bank on this person failing. That's I mean that is the way. That's why that's why I actually brought in that that uh topic before about the US. I just think that companies right now are they're willing because of capitalism to lean on people if they need to. And right now we just watched Reddit and this kind of group of people just say, No, we're gonna push back a little bit. We're gonna mess with your entire structure. We're gonna let you know that you. We know that the stock market is full of it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's he joining? Is he joining by phone or is he joining by like? Um, do you know what he's joining by? Because like sometimes if he's not, not using, if he's not using the right browser, sometimes it might throw you a blue screen. You gotta. I think with um certain devices, you gotta use Chrome, and the other one, I think the iPhone, you gotta use. Uh, the regular Safari app, but um, with the the other stuff, Android and uh, computers and stuff, I think you got to use Chrome. Is that like how Firefox doesn't work if I try to use VMix? I think so. I think in some cases it does. Uh, uh, okay, I see him. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being weird and hateful. Hello, sir. Hello, hey, sir. Thomas. Hey, Thomas. It's Jesse. Damn it! <laughs> is Jesse? Who is it? Yeah, Jesse? my name is Jesse. Yeah, Jesse I don't. I just don't. Uh, I don't like everybody knowing my first name to know my actual first name and my Facebook, and I like to keep right. it confusing. So, so is it Jesse Ward, or is it correct? Like yeah, Jesse Ward. Jesse Ward. Yes, I mean, my name is Thomas Jesse Ward, okay, but so uh, only the yeah, only the oldest. Living Thomas. Everybody, the firstborn son on my dad's side of the family, were all named Thomas something. Okay. And then only the oldest living one gets called Thomas. Mm. I don't know. It's a weird white people thing. Jesse with a, <laughs> with a Y or See, I like, There we go. We get it done. It's J E S S E. Jesse. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So we got it. So, so. What input? I wanted to hear what's your input on this. Well, I mean, I just you – know, the, the whole GameStop thing, it's actually really interesting to me. And I'm completely on board because it, what, it, what it was was that the internet decided to fuck somebody over. I don't know if you've seen, Discord has already delegitimized the betonwallstreet.com uh, bet on Reddit. is gone. Mm. Mm. They've oh. killed it. Well, I mean, they, they, they took 30 – but. Here's the thing. These people play by their own fucking set of rules. Sorry, I don't know. I think I'm the only person watching anyway. Um, they play by their own, their own set of rules, and they, um, 
and they cheat, and now they're mad because when they tried to cheat, somebody stood up against it. Yep. Like yep. nobody, like maybe the like you said, maybe the first hundred fifty people who bought into GameStop are gonna make some money off it. GameStop's not gonna make anything from this, and it's not gonna stop them from going bankrupt. But yeah. what it really did was that it took. I mean, there was a company that had three billion dollars of rich people's money they were gambling with, that just had to get a two and a half two and a half billion dollar loan to cover their losses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I yep. don't know. I mean, whatever you've been cheating and somebody else figured out how to cheat better, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean and, did you notice? Sorry, that? you knew a short. I mean, a short is betting on something to fail. It is the riskiest thing you can do in the in the stock market. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. to to do a short. You're betting on someone else to fail in a specific amount of time. Mm-hmm. 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 Your bookie down the street and said, you know, uh, in, in in December, I think Seattle's going to lose the second playoff game. Mm. Yeah. That's the kind of bet it is. Yeah. And yeah. they thought they had some way that was going to go perfect for them, and somebody fucked them over, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, mean, I, I, I am with suffer. you. I, 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 I <laughs> love that. It, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's the funniest damn thing ever. Yeah. And then yeah. they're all mad. They're like, "Why should twenty thousand people on the internet, everybody had a hundred dollars, be able to take away our thirty-five million dollars?" Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's "All I can come up with." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. How do you feel about them going after? It's not going after because I think AMC is not doing poorly. But AMC, they're, I think AMC is the next stock that they they decided to start targeting. Well, is somebody tried to short it. Um, I'm not sure if somebody's tried to short it, but they they've asked a lot of people to buy into AMC. So the stock right now, let me see if I have that on the screen. I, I heard Nokia. That. Somebody told me Nokia was next. I wonder if people are just trying to pump the stock by saying a bunch of bullshit on the internet. How do you That's also that? could somebody be it. told me Nokia was next, is what they told me. How do you think it's going to affect everything long term? Like, do you think it's going to, like, screw up the whole stock well, market if they keep... No. Wow. I mean, first off, it's not like I think you're covering the mic. I, I can't mean, hear you well. On the dial. It's, not, it's not the 100 hottest stocks in the United States. Yeah, I can't. I, we can't hear you too well. I think your your hand's covering the mic. Oh, okay. Let me try it. Can you hear better now? Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I just don't think that uh, GameStop's not on the Dow. It's not going to affect the Dow. It's not going to affect yeah. the Nasdaq. This is like basement stock shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You know, pardon the ghetto stocks, you know? Like, yeah. this is, you know, the Dow's one of the hundred hottest stocks in America is the Dow. We really can't, even as the internet, affect the price of IBM, per se, or Dell. But yeah. small companies where people are just trying to get in and take these little advantages, yeah, you can fuck them over all the time. So AMC is one of the next stocks. So basically they went from uh, today, they went from $5 to 20, 20, 20 bucks. That's crazy. 
That's great. I mean, AMC doesn't have to worry about. I mean, it, it is a okay. So they have to worry about their theaters. That's the only thing that they have to worry about right now is that they have you know a bunch of uh, you know, is are we gonna have movies in the next two years? I don't know. <laughs> it seems like they're affecting all the stocks that seem to be like you know suffering, like you know out of like the fact that the necessity for those stocks are are dwindling. You know what I mean? Like AMC yeah, is, exactly. is is dwindling, uh, GameStop was dwindling. You know what I mean? I wonder if they're. I don't know. That's crazy. No, I, th- I just think it's interesting. I think it's it's all. I I it's did a. Jump I don't want to call it a game. To just jump off because it seems like he's 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 not there. I believe yeah, he yeah. did. It looks like it. So I uh, think that this is a. No, I think it's just. I think it's a perfect thing to do. Like. Um, I, there's no other way. I, it's a bunch of, uh, of, I don't know what to call them libertarians, uh, but there's probably a bunch. Let me, oh, there you are. All right. Sorry. Yeah, there you are. Um, but no, I mean, I think people who have leases and own property, there's value in that company, right? Yeah. Regardless yes. of whether or not your company doesn't have value anymore because of changing times. Um, for years, for instance, I work for this company still called Showland. All they're doing is selling off all the old Shoney's locations, the, 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 where the old Shoney's used to be. And Shoney's went bankrupt in 2008 or something. Mm. And they're still doing $15 million worth of business a year. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, they still, you, Wow. Restaurants in 17 states. I didn't realize they were headquartered in Nashville. Where Where are you calling from? I like I don't know where your location is. Where are you from? Uh, Nashville. Nice, nice. It's a little distance from here. Yeah, I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I'm in Newark, New Jersey, uh, about 15 minutes away from the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm coming into New York here in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'll see anybody with the, everything on. Uh, my ex-girlfriend lives on Roosevelt Island, and uh, mm. she has our dog that's 16 years old now. We just need to put him down. I'd like to be there. Well, we talked to the vet, and he said he's okay with me going there. I've already been vaccinated anyway, and oh. I've had COVID. Oh, good. So, yeah, so yeah, we talked shots. to the vet. He said, he, he said he'd be okay with me going. Yeah, I haven't gotten shots? my. I get my second shot next week. Nice, nice. Yeah, it's interesting. Some people get uh, access to it, and some don't. My sister, she's a nurse, so she's gotten both shots already, and my mother just got her first one. So I guess I work. Uh, I work for a group of really, really well-off older uh, white dudes who all are gay and have AIDS, mm. and so. They, I don't know the situation, but I'm getting my shot early. Mm. Right. So basically, I mean, like you got you got the a lot of the states have if you're in close proximity to people that like on a regular basis, especially if you're with kids. Like it's easier yeah. if if I was dealing with kids, I would be able to get the shot. My, yeah, mom. Yeah, mom got hers because mom works at a daycare, and mom got her shot in Benton County. So like yeah. maybe an hour and a half out of Nashville. But she got hers because she works at a daycare. Uh, 
But it's just all, I, mean, I don't know what all's going on with it, but I needed to get it because I do have to be around these people and they do all, if they're non-symptomatic, they all have AIDS. Mm. Like, can't be mm. fucking spreading COVID and killing like nine people at a time, you know? Mm. Yeah. And they're my yep. main source of income, so. Yeah. Um, and they're so, good yeah, people. Gonna, yeah, man, they're good people. They are actually. Yeah. It's it's a shame, man. People are just trying to make a living and do what they have to do, and like this whole <coughs> situation is screwed I, I up for computers. everybody. I have to go out to people's houses and offices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, nobody's gonna. They will not fucking pay me for phone advice. Yeah, I try. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I I'm just to, I to go out. And... I I used to do a lot of computer and laser printer repair. Um, you know, I got like all my certifications, like with Xerox, HP, and a bunch of other places. My whole, yeah. my whole thing is, is that um, I can't I, like now because I have my son. He's only eleven, but but I'm sure he's okay in theory. Like you know, he's in an age range where it's not too serious, but you never know. But then I also have an elderly person in my house. And it's like, I'm, I'm concerned that, you know, if I go to too many locations with too many people, you know what I mean? You, you never know who you can run into. It's it, it, it's been my concern, and I try yeah. to do everything remotely I can. But at the end of the day, my business model has been helping rich old people with their computers. And they're just not down with it being um, remote. Yeah. So yeah. I go out, I just do whatever. I mean, I do what I have to do. I work for one of my main clients as an engineering company, so I've always been considered essential. Mm. At okay. least, yeah. Because I mean, they, they, I mean, this is structural engineering. Uh, they're still building things, I guess. Mm. But I don't know. I just want it all to be over with. I want to go to a concert again. I've been to a concert mm. since last March. Oh yeah, I mean, I you remember your last day? My last day was March twelfth. That was the number. It was, it wasn't really then, but so March fourth, I went and saw Dan Deacon play at Basement East. The next night, the tornado came through Nashville and destroyed everything. Wow! And right as we were coming out of the tornado, um. The, the the pandemic hit and everything shut down. Wow. So like March fourth yeah. was the last night I went out like a normal person. Wow. Wow. Oh, so you you were even a week ahead of everybody. Well, we had the tornado on the fifth. Oh, wow. Did you? So I mean, I was out there. I mean, it? I was out there just fucking with my chainsaw, just cutting shit out of people's yards randomly. Wow. Yeah. And then we had you this bombing hustle. at Christmas. Somebody fucking blew up downtown at Christmas. And they didn't even blow up Kid Rock's bar. You know, if he would have taken out Jason Aldean and Kid Rock's big ass honky tonk, he would be a storied hero in Nashville. <laughs> but wow. no, no, no. You gotta go blow up the fucking AT and T fiber connection because you're scared of five G. <laughs> wow. Wow, um, that's crazy. Yeah. But no, that's pretty crazy. I, I lost, I lost business. I lost a serious amount of business in that. Wow. People don't see just like because of directly. just because of 
Just because of the the actual Nashville bombing, or because of just COVID in general? Yeah, because of the bombing. Wow. I had wow. six clients in that area. I got two of them rehomed. Uh, four, the rest, of, I worked for old, rich, white people. Uh, they were just decided to go ahead and retire instead of trying to stay in business anymore. Wow. So, I mean, that asshole cost me like $800 a month is what it amounts to. Wow. Because he don't like the 5G. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> so, I mean... That's crazy, right? That's what we're dealing with nowadays, right? There's a lot of crazy people out there. Uh, and it takes one kills crazy me. person. Yeah. His fucking yeah. ex-girlfriend called the cops the year before, and like he's nuts, and he's building explosives in the RV behind his house. And they went out, and they're like, are you building explosives in your RV? He's like, no, no, I'm not. And they're like, okay, you seem white and cool. And just so, like, do you think that's a federal... Do you think that's a federal government issue that they should have known by by being told all this information, or is this the local you, government saying? If it was Abdullah you. and somebody said he was building explosives, the RV behind his house, they would have fucking checked the RV. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, if he was black, they would have checked the fucking RV. Yeah. yeah. But he was a white nerdy dude, and they're like, ah, oh, bitch, just makes up some crazy shit. They're like, okay, we're just checking. He's just being rebellious, yeah. a little rebellious. He's not going to do anything yeah. serious. You know, he's just, There's just five um, people on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, this is why some I have people, people on. This is why... up downtown Nashville because of 5G, and some people don't. But who am I to judge? <laughs> oh what I'm going to say, this is why I have people from across the country that I know, is because, like, this is a complete like perception that maybe people from Tennessee or Nashville with like the way things have gone um, are all in the same boat. They all think the same way about this. And clearly, you know, like you have international or, you know, people who like to travel and like to, to know more about the world. And like Jesse is one of these people like, you've been i bet you've been like i'm fiending to go to new york too not i mean unfortunately it's got to be i wish i could go reason, somewhere but... i mean i don't want to go but actually the whole point would be is that hillary wants me to go stay with her in vermont on that ski resort where she bought the chalet true that girl the, the one i lived <laughs> in boston i was kind of dating i went and see last summer we just started Word. dating for the pandemic kind of not serious but you know and then, so she was living in Cambridge, but she uh, she makes a shit ton of money. And she just bought a, a chalet at Sugarbush Mountain at Warren, Vermont, where you can see the ski lift out of her front door. Hmm. And I guess she was supposed to stay there for a while. I was like, how long yeah. is a while? Like, what do I do to make money? She's like, I can't leave and I make $350,000 a year. I'll just keep you as a pet. Um, <laughs> so if I go through, I probably will just be on my way to New York because I'll probably, we'll put Willie down. Then I'm going to leave Ophelia with Pod, you know, and then maybe go stay like a month in Vermont. That's what I was thinking. That's good. Mm. See how it That's is. Good. Yeah. Uh, I've never been skiing before. 
it's, it's really? cool. I, I did it years and Don't years ago. the south. Yeah. yeah. True, be, true. Take your time with it, though, man. If you're going to do it, take your time. It's, it's, it's relatively <laughs> Yeah, I've got shitty ass. I've got that low-level Obamacare insurance. I can't be, like, doing black diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got, yeah, got yeah. a three thousand dollar deductible. Yeah, wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy, so, man? If I fuck like, myself yeah. up, I better do it all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But uh, feasible. Yeah. She was saying that she, she was saying that what I should do is take the class and teach the uh, kids ski school because it's a two day class and you only ski down this little twenty foot hill. And you're essentially just babysitting like kids all day, like five kids, a hundred bucks a kid. You make five hundred bucks a day. It's mm. good. It's good money. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll babysit for that. Hmm. Yep. By by the way, did we miss anything? Any stories today, or is there like anything that just happened today? Have like, you just... seen the crazy QAnon Congresswoman? had deleted all her Facebook stuff where she'd been like screaming Alex Jones shit at James Hogg after the school shootings. Like, why are you lying I... about the false flag and lying about there being federal, you know, being people in there and you're building your school and all that. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I, I Marjorie, saw that. Marjorie Taylor or something is her name. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah. Green, yeah, Jones, Green. So it's it's a very white name. Um, <laughs> all three names are white because it's Green with a G R E N E. Uh, this is the whitest way to spell Green. Um, yeah, but yeah, she 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 was out there being stupid. Uh, she said a bullet to the head would be quicker than removing House Speaker Nancy Nancy Pelosi, yeah. and that removal. Through Removal or death doesn't matter as long as Pelosi goes. And she only said this in 2018. Wow. Pish be tripping. That's, wow. That's the one that's the one that um was we talked about the other day. The lady yes. talked Wow. Yeah, she's and that's a that's why those those Republicans are just saying we're done. We we like we're we don't have the time for this anymore because we're, they're not going to be bipartisan for real, but you know, like if there's a bunch of these crazy people, <laughs> you know, you like, why be bipartisan? Be bipartisan? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet summer how child. Feel, how do you feel about all the <laughs> yeah. um, the delays with um, like they said that they're supposed to go to what? What is it? President's uh, Day or whatever for like a week. They might be canceling it. How do you feel about like all these delays that they're causing people for like stimulus and everything? Because like they're basically taking all these breaks and like saying that like supposedly um, uh, Biden or whatever is well, saying that they got not... a lot to do. They got the impeachment. <clears throat> and they've got to confirm all the Biden cabinet members. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. I do. I, uh, I mean, McConnell only today agreed on the new rules for the Senate. Yeah, because yep. he's a poopy head. <laughs> I, I think a lot of them are. I, I think a lot of them are elected and they're doing nothing. I'll tell and, you, and... Watch, watching this shit, especially the um, the the counting the electoral votes, which nobody ever has watched before, except like somebody asleep with C-SPAN on. Mm. 
mm. watching those fucking yep. boats. I was watching those people. I'm like, how the fuck is our country run by the biggest group of poindexters I have ever seen in my life? Yep. Yep. Like these people, mm. I'm sorry, you wouldn't have won treasurer in my high school. How the hell are you getting me a senator, motherfucker? <laughs> like, I, I, you are the nerdiest, most poindexterous bunch of people I've ever met in my goddamn life. Money. <laughs> like, you would Answer think cool money. kids win, but apparently they don't. Not when it comes yeah. to this. Both of these people stand up and talk. I'm just like, does anybody who's ever voted for you ever listen to you talk a word that comes out of your mouth because they wouldn't vote for you if they did as a technician <laughs> as, a, as a person that does technical work how do you feel about that hearing that they had when they were talking to zuckerberg and everybody else about people's privacy and everything else I was, when i saw it i was like these people are crazy don't they understand all these websites are doing the same thing you guys are jumping on zuckerberg's ass um, trying to say, oh, you're, you're doing so-and-so, like, you know, by taking people's information. I'm like, you're providing a free service. You know, and I'm, I'm, surprised, a, I'm surprised that people were surprised they were being spied on, personally. Exactly. That's what I'm like, these people are clueless. A lot of these, like, um, yeah, well, a lot of the Senate. Inspired on me. I'm like, did you just now figure it out? <laughs> I've done yeah, that yeah. shit since 2009. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. But you see it. I mean, I don't know. I think the the biggest time for me that it really it took home was probably 2011 or 12. And you know, Christy, my friend Christy, we'd rented a car and driven to Asheville for her birthday, and um, so we were listening to Bluetooth like on 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 her Pandora. And we we were talking about wanting to go see this leftover salmon concert at this little hotel where we just heard about they were going to be doing this show. It's like a little hotel in California and in, in Colorado. Nobody's ever heard of this hotel. And uh, like, yeah, I'd like to go to whatever hotel. And we talk about it for three or four minutes. And about ten minutes later, I open my phone. Sure enough, it's like come stay at historic whatever hotel in Colorado. <laughs> Like, well, you definitely were just listening to me, weren't you, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy yes. when you're sitting down and you're minding your own business and all of a sudden, <clears throat> excuse me, Siri or um, Google Google Assistant like says something. <clears throat> I was like, what the hell, man? Like, I never said anything. Why the hell are you talking to me? Like, I, I'll be playing video games and all of a sudden you'll, you'll hear him say something. Like, Siri say something. I'm like, what the hell's going on, man? Like, yeah. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I'm okay this with this. This is why it. I don't like, have a theory. I'm just mm -hmm. not, I'm not interesting enough to spy on anyway. Yeah. It's not a big deal for those people that aren't doing anything. It's the people that, like, want to have, like, their little private privacy for certain mm -hmm. things that are kind of a little excessive in their life. You know what I mean? That's what that, that's why they don't like the spying and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you know. I mean, if I'm going to sell drugs, I'm going to use Signal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, I just don't. Yeah. It, it's just, the, the whole thing is weird. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's just yeah. weirder to me that people care. I've always known. Yeah, yeah. So, yes. like, seeing people who are just now figuring it out is yeah. kind of funny. 
Yeah. Everything yeah. I do in my life has been spied upon by a giant corporation. Like, <laughs> we like to use the five millimeter tinfoil for our hats yeah. in this meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. That's crazy. It's so true, though, man. People, they don't use common sense. I'm like, what would be the benefit of gaining you as a customer if you're not paying me anything? It's your information. You know what I mean? Like, your information has value. Think about that. Like, if they knew what kind of... Have you ever seen the movie Rounders? Um, With Matt Damon and Ed Norton? Where they're playing poker? Okay. There's one of the best lines ever in that movie. It's 100% true in all walks of life. If you sit down at the table and don't know who the sucker is, you're the yep. sucker. Yep, you're the sucker. <laughs> Every time. If you don't know who it is, it's you. Yep. And But whatever. Yep. I mean, that's why like I said I use confusing names on my social media versus my private life. Mm. I keep things a little bit distant. I don't really care that Facebook knows that I like fish and sends me ads on how to buy a new fish bathrobe for myself for Christmas. <laughs> You know, like I'm okay with that, but I know somebody calls me and they're like, uh, Thomas Ward, that you don't fucking know me. Yeah. And so I like to, I like to keep a little bit of ambiguity between my real life and my internet life. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good. And. And I and with that, uh, I I would love to just let's just close the day because I feel like we had a very we had a, one of these quick discussions today, which was was kind of like unlike us. We're usually going on forever and ranting. So unless anybody has anything to add today of to to the craziness, I think I think we can the rent is wrap too it up. Damn and, high. Yeah, the rent is too <laughs> damn high. Oh, what yes. rent? I have no money for the rent. What are you talking about? That is that man is my politician. <laughs> I would vote yeah. for him for president. The rent is too damn high party. Actually, I hardly pay anything in rent anymore, but it's still the principal of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my new place is six hundred dollars a month, no utilities for a three bedroom. Mm. Oof. Mm. Oof. In the middle of the nicest part of Nashville. Nice. Nice. Uh, they Good rent job. out the top on these Airbnb contracts for uh, traveling nurses. And then one of my clients owns the house. It's like a million-dollar house. So they rent out the the main floor on this Airbnb contract. But then this uh, woman who's a friend of theirs lives in the attic. And uh, she got freaked out by some of these nurses that stayed there. Like it was a bunch of dudes and they were partying. So they decided they would feel better. Jen said she would feel better if I was just living in the basement walkout, little three bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, 600, no utilities. Mm, Jeez. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> I could rent <laughs> a moderate sized broom closet in New York for that. Yeah right. <laughs> Pretty much. It's the same thing. It has the sink on the floor. It has the sink on the floor. It'd be great. Yeah 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 yeah. Actually, I heard New York's getting cheap. That's a lie. No, New York is New York is turning into a vacuum. What's happening is that there's a lot of buildings that were built out here in basically gentrifying areas, and they their buildings are better than the old buildings that are here. So the pe- when yeah. people move out of which they have been doing, 
it's they have so much more choice of where to live and there's less people looking for housing in New York. So yes, if you were if you go to a certain apartment building that needs people, they might rent you the price lower. But if you already live somewhere, you're screwed with the old rates of like I you know, yeah. my entire apartment is twenty four hundred. So that whole place that's not gonna in? go down. The whole place, you know, and I, I, I've already, I've, I've told people already, uh, I have a room that's empty that I've been trying to fill for four months now because somebody else, you know, unemployment, when, it, when it runs out, it runs out and they just couldn't pay for the apartment anymore. Um, yeah. and I'm paying for two rooms right now and there's one more room and that's the thing. You're living with people too. You know, you gotta like take well, all these shorts. Well, I know, I know Pond's place on Roosevelt Island. She moved to one of those that was um, like the subsidized housing. Mm-hmm. That was a little like a little rough. Like, I mean, the place she was before was like really nice and bougie with, you know, doormen and all that. And the place she's in now, like people smoke weed on the elevator. Mm. Yeah. So like, whatever. I mean, it's not bad. I'm just saying it's not the same. And uh, she said her rents run up at this place she moved to. She's going to move back to the place she'd lived when she first moved on Roosevelt Island. And it's going to be uh, $100 less than what she's paying at that subsidized place that's it's it's a quarter mile further away from the subway stop, and it's not nice. It's that weird one with all yeah. the elevator floors. You went to her old one, right? I, yeah, I went to the old one. Yeah, you went. So she's moving that back to that one. The rent had been 26 and she said it's only going to be 16 for the same place. Mm. Wow. That means that that, that owner, the person who owns that building is struggling. And that's, that's a truth. Like right now there's a apartment across the way that has been empty for the entire apartment has been empty for two months now. And there's no way, you know, like the people who own this place must be like freaking out because they're just, you know, like we, I mean, what's the property taxes on an apartment in New York's? I'm sure it's twenty percent. Twenty percent. Yeah. I'm sure it's lots. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you're just you're just fucking throwing out hundred dollar bills every day. Your apartment's not rented, I imagine. Yep. Exactly. And yep. plus all the taxes too. The taxes she had to pay pay is 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 it's insane. The, I guess you do as well. Do you have to pay the city tax, Anthony, or no? Uh, I pay them in. Yes, I do. I end up paying them. Yeah. You do have to pay the two percent so so. city tax. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost forty-eight no, percent of her. This year is going to be. This year is going to be super weird because you know just this whole twenty twenty and being unemployed most of the year, and that is going to be very. And I had them take out my taxes, off the bat, so that I don't have any taxes that I owe them. Um, it's still going to be like, yeah, yeah. I tried to play it smart. Good, because people fuck that up. Yep. Like me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've done, I've done all right. right. I mean, my mood saved me a thousand dollars a month, but 
don't know. I'm still just kind of hanging on doing my stuff. Anyway, I'll let you guys get back to it. Thanks for letting me join your conversation and talk and take it over. Well, hi. Yeah, and we'll and we'll have a proper call in soon. We 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 haven't okay. had that opportunity before, so we're gonna do, we'll we'll do that. That's something that we can do. Yep. Yep. All right, man. Well, you guys. Have All right, a good, good to evening. see you, Jess. It's been fun talking to you. It was nice meeting you. Take take care, man. Have a good night. Uh-huh. He's gone. So let's uh, let's close out the show. We had a good show, man. We had we talked a lot about a lot of stuff. That's that's the main thing that we have to applaud ourselves for. Sometimes you don't have like a very active discussion with like we. I mean, obviously we with Jess we did, but um, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't an active discussion with the people. But it's it'll be good because people will will clip this out and it'll be fantastic. Well, you know, it's a, it goes so. Show, like, I was gonna say, technology-wise, we're getting there, man. Like we're able to pull people in, and you know, we'll have the zooms to do things too at some point where we have like bigger events. Like I, I'm happy the way things are flowing here. Like I like the way that we were able to like do it on the fly. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, like, and uh, soon we'll have the phone stuff. Do it live. Too. Yeah, everything live. <laughs> yep, yep. Wait, do it live. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All, All right. So, so, yes. So, thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody. This is Anthony Thompson and Robert Catrona. Please follow, subscribe, like, do all of those things that you need to do so that we can make the algorithm gods happy. And that's the only gods you should be making happy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. Take care, everybody.